Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It's funny to me that people, when they're trying to insult me or when they're trying to tell me I'm not any good at what I do, they say, you just work overnight. I'll tell you what, I love working this time slot. It's awesome that we get to keep people company all over the country. We have more stations cleared and listening and carrying the show around the country than any other show in the network. Love the fact that we speak to so many people, whether driving, working, whatever you're doing, we're just thrilled that you choose us to keep you company. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Still true. It is still true. Though I can see a change in the offing. We'll see. I am more open now to trying something new. Uh, Looking ahead to the end of this year when my contract runs out. Uh, So I've been on a three-year deal, which is the longest I've ever had in this business and I've been on overnights here at CBS sports radio, essentially since the network began. So my first two years on the network as a full-timer, I hosted Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Friday, Saturday were the same time slot as this. And then Sunday doing late evenings and filling in on a bunch of other shows. That was the rest of my full-time deal. But since 2015, I've been here on After Hours doing these five nights a week, Sunday night through Thursday night, or for those of you who listen in the mornings, uh, Monday through Friday. And it's been tremendous. And I've turned down multiple opportunities or decided at different junctures over the last 10 years to stay here. I think I've had three, three opportunities to change time slots. And I've decided to stay put. I like the momentum that we built here on After Hours. I love that we do have hundreds of stations around the country. Uh, I love that we sweep kind of various day parts, if you will, not to get too technical. But when we start, it's late night and it's only 11 o'clock on the West Coast, right? Plus Alaska and Hawaii. Uh, And so it's more about wrapping up the night in sports. Uh, As we head through the overnight, it's people who are working or driving who are with us for longer stretches of time. Um, Overnight radio has people who listen longer than your other day parts for that reason, uh, because they're either working or they're driving. So they're in one place for a longer period of time. And then as we get through to the final 90 minutes of the show, a lot of it is early morning commuters. And it's people who uh, are either commuting into big cities and they're doing it earlier because of the amount of traffic and how much of a headache that can be. Uh, Or they are up and at them earlier in the eastern time zone, even central time zone, to walk, to exercise, to do whatever it is that they do before they 
leave for work. But the studies have shown that earlier and earlier, people are getting up and commuting into major cities earlier and earlier. And a lot of that has to do with traffic. A lot of it has to do with getting out of work earlier. Um, Now, certainly since the pandemic, you've got more and more flexible work schedules. And so listening patterns have changed. uh, And that's where the podcast comes in. So whether you're listening live on the air via one of our great affiliates or Sirius XM, shoot, I forgot the, I forget this all the time. Where'd it go? 128? No, it's 168. It's 168? It's 160 something. Pretty sure it's 168. Oh, great. We're between the two of us. This is amazing. Uh, I feel like we have a, some kind of a liner in our system that talks about, let's see, see, I'm going to Google it because we were on one 128 and then we moved, right? There's an eight in there. I know that. There is definitely an eight. Sirius XM. Somebody tell me, if you listen on Sirius XM, uh, I don't know. This says 158. It probably Are, is 158 then. <laughs> Close enough to 160. Uh, okay. So we think now we're on channel 158 on Sirius XM. But if that's wrong, will you please let us know? <laughs> It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Whether you listen live, whether you listen to a podcast, my husband does every single day while he's working. Although sometimes he misses large sections of the show, and I know he's not a great multitasker. Hi, babe. Uh, And so so we'll see if he hears that. And so he listens while he's working and sometimes just misses entire things. Weirdly enough, Ryan, he said to me on Friday that only – two of the hours were posted on the podcast. They were all up. and I, Right. So I went and looked and, and I was like, huh, all the, I see four hours. And I said, where do you get the podcast from? And he says, Apple, because he has an iPhone loser. I'm just, I'm kidding. I just, I don't like iPhone, I, I, uh, Apple eye products. Anyway, he has an iPhone and he says he gets it through Apple Podcasts and that's why it wasn't there. But that's not my problem. Apple is your problem. Uh, so I get mine through Omni or through... Uh, um, Spotify. I'm a big Spotify girl. Uh, in fact, I even got sucker punched into to signing up for the no commercials, commercial free Spotify Plus or whatever it is. And it's about to run out. And I'm thinking, oh, I really enjoyed not having to listen to commercials while I'm training. I just signed up for another half marathon. So it's great to be able to listen without having to deal with commercial breaks. It's, it's bad because it, it's, it's two songs and it's like a minute and a half of ads. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're running, that's a letdown to have that happen. Or just in general, if you're driving and because I change commercials when I'm or change stations when I'm driving. When I'm watching TV, I change stations. I do not like commercials. Uh, I know in the Super Bowl, they pay $7 million for a 30 second ad. In one eyeball and out the other. And and that's if I'm even watching. I do not enjoy watching commercials at all. So I a lot of times will start an event on tape delay, maybe like 30 minutes or 45 minutes late, so I can fast forward through commercials. I have it down to a science, actually. Uh, you can start the game about 45 to, say, 55 minutes late, a football game, and you'll be caught up by halftime if you fast forward through commercials. And then I can skip halftime. And get into the game and work on notes and stuff. So yeah, I'm not a not a huge fan. Uh, so I might end up paying for it. What does it say about me that I will not pay the eight bucks a month for the premium on Twitter because I don't care about the blue check mark or the DMs or whatever? But I will pay for it on Spotify. <laughs> that's that's fair. All right, because the amount of ads they give 
per song, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. No, it's really not. And I liked the fact that you can download and listen to music when you're offline as well. So that's something else that you can do with a Spotify premium. So, yeah, I may keep it. Uh, anyway, so I get my podcast on Spotify or on Omni and the Odyssey app, and he was the sucker who went to Apple. But Ryan is posting. The podcast will be up minutes after the show is done these five weekday mornings. Uh, and you can find the the podcast wherever you get them. All you got to do is Google After Hours with Amy Lawrence or tell your the the device that's spying on you uh, that you <laughs> that you want to listen to the After Hours podcast. So for all of those reasons, we've been really happy here on this edition of the show. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think how many producers I've gone through now. Uh, and, and it's mostly because they move on to other adventures, and that's great. I'm happy to train them and help to launch uh, the next phase of their careers. I think nine, nine producers. Yeah, I mean, they easy come, easy go on overnights because not a lot of people want to work overnights. It's tough. I mean, it's physically demanding and tough. I don't sleep well during the daytimes. My dog does not think it's fun to sleep during the daytime, at least not in the afternoons. Um, It's hard when it comes to travel, when it comes to appointments, all that kind of stuff. And now that I'm getting old and I'm an old married lady, uh, maybe, maybe we'll see if there's a potential change in the future. But for now, it's after hours and you're stuck with me here on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. You've got us on Facebook as well as on our YouTube channel. Uh, Now, I mentioned that there was a piece of news that does impact the quarterback carousel. I wouldn't say we're about to see any major news drop, though you, you might remember that going back to, let's say, the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, that was the one in which... Alex Smith gets traded from the Chiefs to the, well, it wasn't the Commanders at the time. It was the Redskins or it was the Washington football team. I can't keep track. Uh, but it, it that happened during Super Bowl week. And we also know that right before the draft, two years ago, was when Aaron Rodgers chose to stay in Green Bay and Russell Wilson got traded to Denver. So you will get some some different bombshell news kind of sprinkled into your early stages, your late winter, early spring, uh, these stages leading up to the summer uh, in the NFL. But it it really is a, on a year-to-year basis how quickly these moves are made. Here's what we know about Russell Wilson. Just as a side note, he and his wife, Ciara, who is the pop singer, Uh, are selling their $25 million mansion in the Denver area. It was apparently, I didn't realize this till I read it, the most expensive piece of property ever sold and bought in the Denver area. $25 million mansion. What are the chances he was upcharged? Probably pretty good, right? More bathrooms than touchdowns. That's true. Good. Really? Actually, I don't this know. His first that. year, it was more bathrooms yeah, that's than touchdowns. Yes, there, there are 12 like bathrooms, right, in the in this mansion. Uh, five bedrooms, I think, and 12 bathrooms, something like that, which is crazy. Like, How many bathrooms do you need per capita in your mansion? Uh, but anyway, they're quietly selling it. I guess they're not putting it on the market. They were kind of hoping that it wouldn't get major publicity. But someone found out they're really only showing it, I think, to uh, serious buyers, at least at this point. But, of course, you don't sell your $25 million mansion when you, I think, did they just have a fourth child? 
I think they j- either just had a baby or are having another baby. Anyway, they've got a big family, young kiddos. And so you don't downsize at this point in your life. If you have a $25 million mansion, your kids are growing up in it. Well, you generally tend to stay there. Um, but he and his wife have put it on the have put it out there that they're selling it, which kind of underscores th- this idea that he's done in Denver. Even though the team, Sean Payton and George Patton, they would like people to believe that it's still up in the air. Maybe it's up in the air for them, which I actually don't believe, but it's definitely not up in the air for uh, Russell Wilson and his wife after the way he was treated by the Broncos. Now, I know that trade did not work out for Denver. Trust me. I know. And I do think that they gave up way too much to get a guy that the Seahawks were all too willing to let go of. Seahawks knew what they were letting go of and where Russell Wilson had declined or wasn't the same guy. And so they were more than happy to get rid of him, but they had to make it like it was a it was tough to let him go, right? So they end up playing the Broncos like a fiddle. And now the Broncos are going to have to try to get rid of him and find a trade partner, though, gosh, if you're another NFL team, you know all too well that the Broncos are going to have to release him to save any kind of cap space. It's a very steep cap hit. It's a very steep penalty for getting out of this contract. But the Broncos are willing to cut their losses. And I will say they treated Russ pretty poorly this last season. Uh, I think the way that he was treated is pretty similar Though Derek Carr had a longer history with the Raiders and way deserved better as a guy who, you know, had been there for nearly a decade, Russ hasn't been in Denver that long. But I just don't think you bench a guy because you're worried about him getting hurt. And then we find out that they actually threatened him earlier in the year and said, we'll bench you if you don't amend your contract and let us out of some of these guarantees or this deadline that guarantees you a bunch of money. So I think that's crappy. I mean, that's really crappy to threaten uh, to bench a guy so he'll change his contract. Well, what do we say all the time? These guys sign contracts, so they should honor them. Well, you know what? You signed the contract too, Broncos, so you should have to honor it. And if I'm Russell Wilson, I don't take less money because I can see the writing on the wall. Now, they didn't end up benching him until the final two weeks. But even so, I can imagine he is ready to be OUT out. So that's with the Broncos. Not a big surprise there. But in the same division, Raiders quarterback, because he still is a Raiders quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo is being suspended for the first two games of next season because, now it's a mild suspension for PEDs, but it is a suspension because the NFL does not take excuses. Uh, They don't care whether or not you made a mistake, you didn't read the labels, someone gave you a a supplement that you didn't know had a banned substance in it. Nah, it's always on you. The NFL says you need to know what are on what are on the list of banned substances and you need to know what's in everything you put in your body. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, like any NFL player, can apply for a medical exemption for a prescribed medication, but he did not. So he did not actually get the paperwork and get the exemption from the league. And so that's why he's getting suspended because he did take a medication, again, prescribed medication, medical, but he didn't go to the league first. He took it. 
and then he popped positive for whatever this medication was. And so for that reason, he has to serve a two-game suspension. But here's the issue. Because of the suspension, depending upon his contract language, he could end up voiding his contract for this upcoming season. A lot of contracts have this language where if you get suspended or if there's contract conduct detrimental, blah, 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 uh, you can end up losing the entire next year. Again, if it's in your contract and the team has a way out. So he signed a three-year deal with Vegas. And that goes back to Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. He still has a couple years left. And while most people do not expect the Raiders to keep him, he's got a guarantee salary for 2024 of over $11 million. So let's just say he doesn't find a new home. That guarantee is in his contract unless the suspension now voids it. So there is that potential. There's also a roster bonus. So there's there's both things that he could end up forfeiting because of this suspension where he just didn't check with the league about a substance that he likely would have been allowed to take. And now you're talking about Antonio Pierce and Tom Telesco, not the old regime, haha, like like Josh McDaniels really was a regime, not the old guard. And they don't have any connection or commitment to Garoppolo. The only connection there is that Antonio Pierce benched him for the year. Didn't didn't want him on the field the rest of the time. Even though the Raiders, they won a couple of games with Antonio Pierce, but they went with Aiden O'Connell and then Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is not better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And you don't know what you have in Aiden O'Connell, but the Raiders wanted to completely part ways with anything, or I guess diverge, with anything that had to do with Josh McDaniels. And so they are going to release him, and now there's a chance they could get out from underneath the financial burden as well. So here's Garoppolo, who's in his early 30s, has dealt with a ton of injuries, now is a two-game suspension, and could be completely free. Well, not free as in they don't have to pay him, but free as in like a legit free agent, no ties to any other team. Unrestricted. But he will have to serve those two games before he can play. Now, he is allowed under any NFL rules. You're allowed to participate in training camp and preseason, but once that first game week approaches, while it's weird to talk about game weeks, once that first game week approaches, you are cut off from the team. And so any team that brings him on board isn't looking for a starter, obviously, for opening day. And I think that ship has probably sailed. Now, what did we see this year in the NFL? There were a record number of starters at the quarterback position because of injuries or ineptitude, mostly because of injuries. And so with Jimmy Garoppolo being available as a veteran, even if he does sign as a backup to a backup, I mean, Sam Darnold saw playing time this season. And when he first got to the Niners, he was the third guy on the chart. He was behind Brock Purdy and he was behind Trey Lance. And then they traded Lance, and Darnold actually played this year. I know it was mop-up duty, or it was that Week 18 game, but he still played. And so as we take this break here, thinking about the teams out there that will need quarterbacks and that are potentially going to have to find them outside of the draft, 
And what does that mean for Garoppolo? And Russell Wilson, is there anybody out there that will take on that contract? No, more than likely no, which means he's going to get released. The Broncos are going to take the hit. And then it becomes who actually wants him and, and how much is he willing to sign for? On Twitter, A Law Radio, would you rather have Wilson or Garoppolo? There's a question. Maybe Matt Ryan, he can come out of the TV booth. <laughs> Ryan just laughed at me. Like actual Ryan, not Matt Ryan. Hey, I'm calling Matt Ryan by his last name. Ryan, uh, on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. Good to have you with us. Happy Monday morning to you. If you're waking up, if you're in your regular routine, uh, so are we. Hello. Uh, If you're out of your regular routine and you've got big plans for this holiday or maybe you're coming back from an extended holiday weekend, we're glad to have you with us. Always good to connect with new listeners or ones who haven't heard us in a long time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. O'Connell on first down, going to throw. He's got all day. Lobs it to the end zone. Open receiver. Tucker bobbles it. Caught it. Touchdown, Raiders. It looked like he bobbled it on first glance in the back right corner. He caught it. He flips. Raiders in control here in the first. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Raiders Radio, it was Aiden O'Connell who got most of the snaps once Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt slash benched. And then when Antonio Pierce took over, uh, Garoppolo did not see the light of day again in any capacity that actually mattered, other than, I suppose, tutoring the rookie. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Garoppolo getting this two-game ban for a a PED violation. He didn't get permission from the league for uh, an actual prescribed medication. That doesn't matter to the league. It's, It's up to you. I applaud the league in this respect. The NFL treats men like men. You're a man. You're a grown man. You play a sport for a living. Don't put anything in your body that you don't know all of the ingredients, recognize its status, uh, whether it's on the ban list or it's not. And don't take a medication that you haven't had checked out by the league. It's really that simple. Um, and so I, I feel like these guys with teams around them that are meant to take care of them and to help them, uh, that this is something that shouldn't slip through the cracks, shouldn't get overlooked, and yet it does. So Garoppolo's hurt himself. He could forfeit a lot of money, but also how does this play for teams that might be interested in bringing him on board? All right, so we'll see. That's a wrinkle for Jimmy Garoppolo. But I'll be honest, I'm not sure there were going to be a lot of suitors for him anyway. Definitely not a starting job uh, unless something breaks and I just don't see it coming. But he's about to be on his third roster in three years. Oh, hey, Baker Mayfield. Similar to Baker. Now, Baker saw a resurgence in Tampa, and they went to the playoffs. They won a game. Uh, he he is a guy now that has got this kind of this new lease on his career, and he's found a home, and they love him in Tampa. He didn't – I mean, there were, there were times when Baker pouted, uh, but he did not get pouty and get defensive and get 
entitled instead. He was humbled by what happened in Cleveland and then in Carolina. And so he decided he would change who he was and change his approach. And boy, that fit with Tampa big time. Todd Bowles has gone to bat for him. Uh, Mike Evans and he developed a great connection. So there is a second chance, a third chance and fourth chance. If you have any talent whatsoever, if you can help a team win games, there will be another opportunity. Can Garoppolo find a, a new chance now post Raiders? But here's the thing. Raiders were supposed to be his second chance, right? They were supposed to be his opportunity for a fresh start after everything that transpired in the Bay Area. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So we'll see what happens with Garoppolo and also with Russell Wilson. I mean, which one of those guys would you rather have? We're talking about veteran quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins could be available this season as well, though he's indicated he does want to stay in Minneapolis, although it may not. Excuse me, I don't know why I have the hiccups. It may not be in their budget. I don't know what the Jets are going to do behind Aaron Rodgers. So they obviously have built a team around Aaron, and since it didn't work out last year, uh, they want to give it, they want to re-rack and give it another chance in 2024. But they're not going to keep Zach Wilson. Does he land somewhere else? You know, I said that a year ago at this time, and I was stunned when they kept him. But it doesn't seem like there's any way they keep him this year. Lesson learned. Uh, so if he's available, would he be attractive? I kind of think that in in New York, you know, it, it just wasn't the right situation. We've seen flashes, but the jury's still out on him. Could it be that he'll be better somewhere else? Don't know. Uh, that's a, a huge question, obviously. Steelers, did you see the note this weekend or see the report this weekend that they are right now torn internally about whether or not Kenny Pickett is the quarterback of the future or even whether or not to keep Kenny Pickett? So there's a question in Pittsburgh. A lot of the other teams, well, New England, what do they do at quarterback? There's another challenge for them post Bill Belichick with Gerard Mayo as their first-year head coach. The Tennessee Titans love Will Levis, but they're going to need a veteran behind him because Ryan Tannehill more than likely is not going to be there, although maybe he takes less money and he ends up there. For the Broncos, they're going to be on the hunt for a quarterback. Could you imagine if, if Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Denver Broncos? They have had the worst decision-making since Peyton Manning retired. But you know what? I watched them go through this between John Elway and Peyton Manning. So it's, it's actually more of a redux of their history. And then in that same division, of course, are the Raiders, who need to decide what they want to do with Aiden O'Connell and whether or not they want to put all of their chips in on him, so to speak. They've got a brand-new offensive coordinator in Luke Getze. And he's got his work cut out for him. So why the Raiders? You know, I've been fortunate to be a part of, of, of two other organizations that have that tradition and history. Um, and it's just something that, like, resonates in me. You know, I'm a, I grew up in Pittsburgh. So obviously, the, the, as growing up and the, the Steeler-Raider rivalry and all the cool stuff that's happened between those two, these two organizations. Um, so there's just always been a really cool respect that I've always had for the Raiders growing up. So that's the starting point, the why you ever would want to be in the silver and black. 
So he has the job under Antonio Pierce. And I would agree it is a franchise with a lot of history. Just not recently. It's been a rough go recently. And think about the number of coaches and general managers, the number of iterations they've gone through. They thought they had the guy in John Gruden, and and we know how that flamed out uh, massively. It's just been a tough sell, even though they're now in Las Vegas. And the crazy thing is they've got a lot of star power. It just doesn't really mesh. And the situation with Josh Jacobs and his contract last year, really a, a lot of running backs facing that same challenge. Well, if they, well, whether or not they do, this is still a question. If they find a a competent quarterback, maybe they move up in the draft from where they are right now, which is, what is it, 13th? 13th that they are right now. Let's say they trade up and get a rookie. Is that enough to satisfy Devontae Adams? Is that enough for this veteran wide receiver who, originally went there to play with his best friend, Derek Carr, and has now gone through not just Carr, but Garoppolo, Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer, back to Aiden O'Connell, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's it's not what he wants as he gets later in his career either. And so that's another challenge for Antonio Pierce and Luke Getze. When you're working with a guy like Devontae, I walked into a room as a young receivers coach and, and um, you know, was really able to connect to him really, uh, quickly. You know, I saw... You know he's in the middle of a room with the uh, with Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, who have who had or you know at the at the peaks of their career and accomplishing all these things and and uh, had been to Pro Bowls and and Devonte, you know he he aspired to do that and more and and we were able to connect really well. And- That's good to hear, but you know what matters most to Devonte is not going to be who his coordinator is. It's going to be who the quarterback is and whether or not that quarterback takes them farther down the road toward winning. I mean, there were long stretches where Devontae Adams did not catch touchdown passes this year. He had over 100 catches. He's extremely productive. He had 1,100 yards. And I don't want to say only eight touchdowns as if it poo-poos it, because it doesn't. But he could do so much more. And with a veteran quarterback or even just one steady quarterback, there's a lot more potential there. He's now in his early 30s, and no doubt he wants to find a stable situation, right? Stable, steady, a quarterback he can get used to. This is just something I'm throwing out there. I I don't know that New Orleans has a lot of room under their cap. I don't think they do, but could you imagine if he followed Derek Carr to New Orleans? They need receivers there. They really do uh, to go along with Chris Olave. The, the Michael Thomas piece has not worked out. Uh, so I, I don't think they have the ability to do that, but it's just kind of pie in the sky. If you're Devontae Adams, you're watching very closely what they do at quarterback. But even before that, you're listening to what the new offensive coordinator has to say about the QB position. I'm going to have a lot of fun diving into it. I haven't gotten to that point where I, I could I could give you the evaluation on each guy. But I think that, you know, watching from afar is watching that college football season. I think that, that you know, this is a pretty cool year. There's a lot of different styles of, of guys and, and uh, a lot of success that they've had in, in college. So I'm excited to get, get down into that stuff. Yeah, it's just the scout and research portion of the season. But coming up, we've got combine. Gosh, what days does it start? It starts in a couple of days, actually. 
And so the All-Star game moved out of Indy, and the Combine will move in. And it's gone for maybe a four-day affair where only highlights would be available. Highlights, I'm using my air quotations, and news updates. And now it's a televised event, almost every single part of it, every position group. Because, yes, we all want to watch offensive linemen run the draft and get measured. Absolutely, we do. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but it turns into an NFL convention. So there will be mo- news coming out of that. Uh, so we've got that that we will look forward to before the end of February. Uh, Daytona on Monday. Let's hope that they can get in the full race despite what's been an inundation. Inundation? Yes, inundation of rain and water there. Also, if you haven't checked out my Twitter, a couple of pictures up for you. One of the loves of my life. You'll just have to check her out. And then my favorite celebrity sighting from All-Star Weekend in Indy. So Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. Coming up, uh, you've got Adam Silver addressing addressing what happens post-LeBron, right? So it's not just LeBron talking our word. Is the league bracing for the retirement of LeBron? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hola, happy Monday to you. I hope you have the day off. I hope you do. Uh, We are working regular schedule, but I know a lot of people are out of their typical routines, which means you may be hearing us for the first time or the first time in a long time. It was a disappointment not to have Daytona on Sunday. I was actually... Full of anticipation. I always am. I love the Daytona 500 and really any of the restrictor plate races in uh, NASCAR. But 
Monday it is because of all the rain. Uh, and I know it's going to hurt the race. I'll, I'll watch as much as I can. But it's different when people are facing either the work hours or they're coming back from a holiday weekend. Uh, it's difficult to be in place on the West Coast for, say, a 1 o'clock green flag drop uh, or even a 4 o'clock on the East Coast, uh, Daytona time. But they also had an earlier race to get in as well because Saturday, Sunday were canceled. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. That's our toll-free line. And then on Twitter, A-Law Radio, would you rather have Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo or, or Kirk Cousins? Trying to think of some other veteran quarterbacks out there. Uh, Ryan Tannehill could be available. So you're talking about those four? Can you think of any others, Ryan, like veterans, not not rookies or younger guys, like a Kenny Pickett, for instance? I wouldn't call him a veteran yet. There's so many bad quarterbacks <laughs> just going down the list mm-hmm. that none of them really stand out as veteran leaders. There is some talk that Daniel Jones will be available. And and I know I'm I'm only saying like that's because he's younger. And he didn't sign a contract that's quite as enormous as some of the others, though it was a lot for the Giants. Um, But there is a chance that he could be available, too, because it sounds like the Giants are interested in moving on. His challenge is that he won't be ready to play more than likely until the season has already started with the torn ACL. Think about it. Jacoby Brissett, maybe. I don't know. Of all the names I've mentioned, Jacoby Brissett is the one that you would take? He's been the most productive, besides for Daniel Jones. Huh. I'll be honest, that's not a name I'd even thought of uh, in terms of the mix. Trying to think who else. The issue is, as these teams let quarterbacks go, they've got to find someone to fill the seat, right? Justin Fields is very intriguing because he's much younger, obviously has got some incredible skills and just physical. and, uh, And hopefully it stays that way. Abilities, phys- physical, to, like athleticism, and, and you know the and way. And speaking of how long, there were also the reports dream on well, Green called Warriors owner Joe Lacob right? to see LeBron had any interest in being traded, joining the Warriors. So Lacob called Lakers owner Jeannie Buss, and once he was directed back over to LeBron's agent Rich Paul. Any idea of a trade was shot down. But how long LeBron is in L.A. or playing in general? That's a different story. I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. But, yeah, you Um, think about the different teams that that are looking for quarterbacks. Um, And as always, there seems to be a greater demand than there is a supply. Will you kind of take the... Geno Smith is going to stay in Seattle, and they're going to guarantee his money LeBron for 2024. LeBron seemingly hasn't lost a step at 39, loves so being a Laker, 25.7 rebounds, 8 no assists a game this right year. Brock so Purdy, if your production doesn't tail off, Stafford, all that's left to decide is whether you want an actual send-off or play out your final season and announce it afterwards. The way they I'm 50-50. Finish, I think they won six um, of their last seven. I'm going to be honest the Seahawks because there's times where I feel like... The Seahawks and the Cardinals I don't know if the Seahawks will go get another quarterback, but they're going to keep Geno. In the South, the Bucks and the Saints have Baker and Derek. The Panthers, LeBron tonight, eight points in 13 minutes of the All Star game. His Western Conference fell to the The Eastern Conference, 211, 186. He set the new standard of All Star game scoring on 42 of 97 from three. Damian Lillard, 39 for the East on 11 three pointers. He's the All Star game MVP. Same weekend, he won the three point contest. By the way, Carl Anthony Towns led all scores with 50. 
in just the 28 Bears, minutes, but the West was on the losing end. I'm Emmanuel Bacar. And I don't know if they You're even listening want to pass to on him. CBS just, Sports Justin Radio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But if you bring in Caleb Williams to bring him time. in to start, more than likely. Although with Patrick Mahomes, they made him sit for almost an entire year before you get on the field. The Vikings could have an opening, and then in Washington, heavens, what the heck? They now have put Kingsbury, but. Who's he going to work with? I, I, Sam Howell Did you know flashes. that one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will right test your battery free of charge. If ew, your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find the best superstar battery. So those are the teams that are kind of looking for QBs in the NFC. In the AFC, Denver and Las Vegas are both question marks. Tennessee has Will Levis, but I still think they'd want to bring in a veteran if they lose Ryan Tannehill or if he leaves. Cleveland has seven quarterbacks. <laughs> no, they don't, but the Joe Flacco story was tremendous. Their fifth starter. And then in New England, you also have a question. The Jets will likely bring in another QB, but they don't need a veteran because that's Aaron Rodgers. So who do they have behind him? So those are your your problem children in the NFL. And those questions will be answered. But your top options, at least right now, so not draft, but your top free agent options, Kirk Cousins, if he decides to leave, if the Vikings allow him to walk, but then where are the Vikings going to go? They were middle of the pack, so not drafting high enough unless they move up. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Is he willing to settle for a lot less money for another fresh start? And Ryan Tannehill? I guess that's kind of where we are right now. Plus the draft, which has some really high-profile young players. You got to pick one. You can't pick Jacoby Brissett, Ryan. You got to pick one. Pick one. (sighs) Russell Wilson. All right. All right. He did show much more of his ability to adjust and and lead the offense this year. All right, so that's an interesting question. I might put a poll up. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio, uh, maybe later this week. Adam Silver was talking about LeBron James and where the NBA goes post-LeBron because he's getting close to the end of his career. I would never anoint another player to be the next LeBron James, just in the same way when Michael retired. And, and as you're right, I was part of the league then. That question often came up and said, who's going to be the next Michael Jordan? And I remember at the time, David Stern or others were saying, whoever demonstrates on the court that they should be, that's what's so wonderful about the competition and the league. That's true, is that this will be settled on the court. I honestly don't think the league's in a bad space. And I think Steph Curry more than carries that star power. Kevin Durant, he's gone through several iterations now. But Silver himself is looking at the younger generation of players and is thinking that they can carry this torch. I think the league is in fantastic hands from the time that Michael retired to now. Look at the magnitude of the pool of international players coming into this league. Look at the amount of basketball that's being played on a global basis. I would agree with him on the point about international players. I mean, Wemby was an international sensation before he ever played a game. Um, And he still is. It's just the Spurs are so bad. 
Um, but yeah, the, the idea is that the league is in good hands even as LeBron wraps up. These new players aren't anointed. They um, demonstrate to the world, they demonstrate to the league that they deserve to be um, viewed in that same rare position as players like Michael and Kobe and, and LeBron and others. It's like any sport. Think about, I'll go back to quarterbacks in the NFL, the number of high-profile retirements. We've seen uh, almost a mass exodus of guys like, even going back to Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, not saying that he's a Hall of Famer, but Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. Um, it, it's Tom Brady, if I didn't say him already. Uh, he deserves mentioning twice. And, and yet, look at the league. The quarterback position now with a number of young guys. you got quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is 28, and he's one of the older dudes now. The league is in great hands, and I think the NBA will be in the same position. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 